Hello. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. I think the world needs to hear what we have to say. are still watching this train wreck oh, of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, there, there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. everybody welcome back to just peachy presented by sensibly loud media i am your host claire here with my very good friend and co-host caitlin hi how you doing i'm good homie how about you doing good i'm excited to be back for our our second episode how exciting i can't believe it i know it's been it's been fun just kind of reliving our first week and kind of just listening back to ourselves and thinking, okay, there's some stuff maybe we could improve on, some stuff we did good, and I just love chatting with you. So I'm I'm excited to be back with you. How's life been? What you been up to? You know, just work. Work has been crazy busy. Um, it seems to be the case this time of year that that, that happens. But other than that, just same old. I have to fill up my time when my husband travels. So I'm working out and trying to improve my content on my Instagram. And that's been kind of fun. So what about you guys? What's new with y'all? Oh, gosh, not a lot. Just work and watching a lot of Netflix. <laughs> I'm super boring. Um, no, that's no, the best. Uh, but yeah, for those of y'all that don't know, um, Caitlin, she is Miss she's becoming Miss Instagram and I'm very jealous and I need to learn your ways. Um, if you need inspo on working out makeup fashion, she is your go-to lady. And it's been so fun watching your videos. I mean, I watched your tutorial or doing your makeup the other day and I'm like, I was watching it. I watched the whole thing. And then I sat, I was like, okay, I need to sit down with a notepad and write down every product you use because I need help. So <laughs> you're the absolute best. I cannot believe you watched the whole thing because I'm pretty sure it was like 40 minutes, but I appreciate that. I'm such an amateur. So this is totally new for me, but I like watching makeup tutorials and hair tutorials. And I follow a lot of fashion bloggers. And for a while, my Instagram was mostly just, you know, a combination of me as a physical therapist, kind of putting some content out there that could help other people as they're working out and trying to recover from injuries, but also, you know, some kind of gym inspiration stuff. My favorite thing is powerlifting. So that's kind of the, the crux of what I'm putting out there right now. Um, but, you know, it's good to have feedback from people. So uh, I'm glad that you appreciate it. <laughs> yes, I do. And it, I said, every time I see your post from when you're in the gym, I'm like, okay, motivation. And then here I am sitting on my ass. You can Netflix. do it. I know. Totally I'm like, it. I'll start with makeup. That's, that's a great start. <laughs> oh, that's more God. fun most of the time. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. But um, so yeah, it's exciting to be back here for, for our second week. You know, first week was fun. Just recapping the the Bachelor and talking all things Bachelor. We're obviously going to talk about, you know, the second episode that just aired a couple of days ago and add in a couple of other little tidbits of other shows and some other fun stuff uh, for this episode. So I'm excited, but wanted to add in. So we've got a little bit of an addition um, starting with week two. So 
we're super excited about this. We've actually added in a phone number for you guys to call in and leave us some voicemails and just give us some, you know, leave us voicemails on stuff you want to hear us talk about. Uh, if you have questions for us, just about anything and everything, it could be Bachelor related, any other reality TV, just life in general. We want to hear from you guys. So whenever- Ask us for advice. We have really good advice. Oh, such as yes. Skip all your plans and stay home. <laughs> yeah. I think that that applies to any and all situations that you might ask us about, but ask us anyway. You never know what we'll say. I know. Uh, again, any, there's no topic off limits. So this could be a lot of fun. So if you guys are bored and just want something to do and would like to hear from us, you should call in. Our number is 972-885-9361. We would love to hear from you. Uh, (laughs) So this will be exciting for future episodes. Again, just something new for us to incorporate and we want to get all of our listeners involved. So um, moving on, I guess kind of want to dive into our main point of topic again is is The Bachelor. So I know last week was a full-blown three hours, which was a really long time. So we're back to our normal two hours. Do you remember what oh, it used to be back in the old days? It was just one hour episodes. You know, and for some reason, I thought this week was just one hour. And I was like, this is going to go really fast. I really need to pay attention. And then I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> this is the new Bachelor that's not circa 1998, where <laughs> there's yes. a lot more going on. But I got to say, I appreciate them skipping the Bachelor Nation parts and the live parts. Yes. So we could just focus on what matters, which is girls crying over the same boy. Exactly. But this episode, I actually pr- thoroughly enjoyed. I'm enjoying this season more than I thought I was going to. I just because I went in with some hesitations with Colton, but I'm actually enjoying myself. And I saw something, I don't know how accurate this is, but someone tweeted, I don't even know who it was, that ratings have been way higher than they've been before and I think because people especially from last year I guess because nobody wanted to watch Ari because he was an old man that was old, and <laughs> old not, you know but he's old news he was on the bachelor kind of like Nick you mean Nick yes. Vial oh, do you remember Nick? oh that Ew. was my least favorite bachelor season hands down when well, he is he's still so thirsty he is in Every, he again I think he is like 38 years old and is just living like he is a 21 year old and is in all of the he's he's one of those people that does like the what are those like tummy fit tea things like he, no, he's someone that does all that no. and oh yeah he's the worst but from you know from Ari season last year I guess ratings have been a lot higher this year because nobody liked Ari which now I'm kind of like eh, I don't I don't really care but it's just funny that yeah. ratings are, are up with Colton um Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So I guess kind of diving into the first episode or this, the the first part of this last episode, it starts off with the big group, first group date. Uh, If you want to kind of dive into what happened on this and we can just chit chat about what was horrible and what was great about (laughs) it. (laughs) So I like how it opens up and Chris Harrison's like, are you guys settling into the mansion? Like they didn't all just like stay up the entire night before waiting to get through this rose ceremony until like seven in the morning. They're all like, yeah, that's great, Chris. Thanks for asking. (laughs) So he brings over the group date card. And of course, the first name read off is Demi. Of course. Tracy, Elise, Hannah G, Nicole, Catherine, Onyeka, 
Am I saying her? I don't uh, know. I like her. What's her name? Is it Anika? Anika? I have no idea. I feel bad. Oh, I'm so sorry, Anika. If I'm saying your name <laughs> wrong, you can hold me to it. But I, I like you, so I don't want to say your name. And then Brie, the faux Australian accent yes. girl. Yes. So they show up at this place and it's just like virgin jokes abound. I if this is how the whole season's gonna go, I'm gonna be really, really annoyed because it's like we we get it. He's a virgin, okay? Like it, you can't make the entire season revolve around one running joke. Like it's not. It's just it is what it is. If you like somebody with a you know prosthetic leg, you can't make prosthetic <laughs> leg jokes the whole time. I, if, that, if that happened, I don't. I don't know. That would be really hilarious. <laughs> If pretty, I think politically. It makes me think of Aviva but... from Real Housewives of New York, but she's just like, I'm just, the only thing that's fake on me is this, and like slams the leg down on the table. It's like, if that happened on The Bachelor, can you imagine? Oh my God. But I, I, anyway, I before, very... before this train totally derails, let me tell y'all what they did on this group date. So they show up at this place, and the whole the whole shtick is that they've got to talk in front of like 200 people about a story that involves a first. So it's Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally, who I didn't know were married. And I, I really like both of them until yes. I realized that they just hoard themselves out for ABC. I'm like, I, do not I, debase yourself. This is, you're better than this. Stop I agree, it. But they are also, <laughs> did you watch Parks and Rec? Yes. With, so obviously he's Ron Swanson, right? Mm-hmm. And that Megan Mullally comes on as his crazy psycho ex bitch of an ex wife. She's Tammy yes! Tammy too. And they're like making out in the yes, office. She's like a fucking psychopath where she comes off so normal. She works at the library, which is a big no no, and she just makes him do the most ridiculous shit. And I can't. Every time I look at them, I'm like, I can't take you seriously because all I can think about is just. The, those episodes are so great. Anyway, yes, so when they show so up, funny. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yes. Anyway. It shows me a totally different side of him too. So yes. it's so great yes. whenever they have her on there too. So <laughs> but anyway, anyway, they show up and they're like, okay, so we want you to come up with a story. And so, you know, some of them are really inspiring and, uh, you know, like Colton gets up and he talks about, of course, it's just like a freaking, of course, he talks about the first time he revealed to his football team that he hasn't penetrated a girl. <laughs> and I'm like, why, why are we still running with this? Like, why couldn't you talk about the first time you rode a bike or something? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Cause that doesn't translate into ratings. Of course, duh, Caitlin. Anyway, so Demi gets up there and she's talking about how she, this is like the first time she went for what she, I don't know. Do you remember? It was something like she gets what she wants. That was, that was the end goal. She wanted to make it known that she gets what she wants. Do you remember what her story was in regards to that? Well, I remember watching it because all the other girls, you know, they had something, you know, legitimate. We're like, this is my first time. Like Elise, the girl that's 31. She's like, this is my first time dating a younger man. And I'm like, it was really cute and well done. But Demi's was, she didn't even have, I don't even think she had a first time. She basically, her whole point was getting up there being like, I'm amazing and great. I get what I want and runs off the stage and just starts sucking face with Colton in front of everybody. That was, yep. I don't think she even had a, I don't know what her first time would have been. She didn't even go by, play by the rules, essentially. 
Well, seeing as she's like, you know, a month over 18, she's not actually 18. It's like, she's probably got a lot of firsts that she's still got to live through. So. Well, apparently she, she hadn't had sex with the virgin since she was 13. So maybe <laughs> oh yeah. I don't so know. This will be a, an almost first for her if yeah. she makes it that far, which it sounds like she is really angling for that. Yeah. So, um, but, and then uh, the, the shade continues between Anike and Catherine. So she tells this story that sounds like she's a lifeguard and she saved this guy from drowning in a sea of bitches. And so, and then Catherine gets up there and has like this brutal rebuttal. And so, I don't know. It was just the the saga continues. So I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of bored with this. Like, I don't think that you guys really should worry about each other because I don't think either of y'all are going to go very far. I don't either. Yeah, I think they were trying to make that more of a, a big deal because they went through that whole saga in the first episode and like why are we rehashing you because she said drowning in a sea of bitches last episode brought it up again and then uh-huh. she also said there's a lot of thirst monsters that are there too that's right like, yeah so so i just whenever i was just watching i was like damn these are aggressive girls this season i mean there's usually like you know, there's like the house bitch that everybody knows is really aggressive and like tries to eat up all the time with the bachelor and is really like either low key or high key rude to the other girls. Like there's always one. And I think that this season they're trying to make that Demi, but I feel like outside of Demi, like there's still several just shit starters, which I got to say I'm here for. (laughs) It's like, please let's just like stir up the drama more and like uh, make me hate you. That's like, like, because I already hate watch The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me another reason to hate watch. So, um, but I will say that. So, I guess um, after that, they they had like the little date time, and I will say, like, I really like Elise. I really do. I think there's something so yes. genuine about her, and I think she's really pretty. I like wrote that in my notes. So I was like, Elise is like really pretty. <laughs> I did too, and it's so funny because in our last episode, how I was talking, Colton's going to send home all the girls that are over the age of like 28, right? And Elise mm-hmm. is one of the oldest ones. I think she's 31. And I and you're yeah. like, I you're like, I really like her. I think she's actually going to go for. Her. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but I re- <laughs> this episode, she proved me different. I wrote down in my notes, like I said, I think she really impressed Colton when she you know, she got up and spoke in front of the 200 people about how, you know, she's always been prone to dating guys her age or a little bit older than she is, but how, you know, nothing, not obviously hasn't panned out for her and that she's on to dating Colton. And he's, I think he's about five years younger than her. She's 26 and she's 30, so maybe six years younger and how this is her first time uh, dating a younger guy. And she thinks that she can like teach him a thing or two or something. And it, it came off in like kind of a sexy way that he was like, oh like okay like maybe like he hadn't really noticed her before but he was that time and he even told her you know after all that was over pulled her aside and was like that was really sexy and Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah and she yeah I wrote down I was like she is gorgeous she looked flawless and And she I know she's like a makeup artist but you know she doesn't look overly like done up she just looks like a natural just kind of like wholesome genuine beauty yes and I, I think that's because it radiates from inside her and it just kind of comes out. And I'm, I'm glad yeah. that she's starting to get a little bit more limelight in the show. Cause I feel like she's one of, one of the few on there that I think is actually on there for the right reason. I agree. And then just kind of spitting off of that with her being 31, I think, I don't know if it was this date or when it was, but Demi's been coming at the older girls real hard 
I don't know yeah. in her, you know, when she's just talking to the camera, just talking definitely about Definitely not how, insecure about being 23. Definitely not. No. And how she was like, well, I'm not, I'm not afraid because Colton doesn't want someone like that. He wants someone young and fresh like me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, just uh, honey, we see. no. But, see. oh, let's talk about, uh, speaking of people that are shit starters, Tracy. Yes. So uh, I want to like Tracy, but, okay, at, at one point during like the, the date part of the group date where they're all just kind of like trying to snag time with Colton, Demi comes back after her talk with Colton and starts like flourishing the rose around like, Oh, this is my rose. Did you guys see that? I don't remember exactly what she is. It's some dumb shit. So anyway, like they're like, how was your talk with Colton? Like they really care. And she's like, mm, it was great. He said that he really liked how aggressive I was. And it's like, you think he's really going to sit there and be like, whoa, that wasn't cool, dude. Like, of course he's going to be like, yeah, that was really cool. and right. sexy. So anyway, Tracy like pulls her, like Tracy feels some kind of way about this rose. So she pulls her aside and like tries to do this like mature but kind of it almost comes off as like condescending, like talk to her, like, you know, that was just really disappointing that she did that. And she's just in there. She's like, yeah, like, so sorry. So sorry. I'm like, she is not sorry. No, (laughs) but what I will say, and again, from just watching the bachelor forever, you know, they, they obviously have pinpointed Demi to be the villain, right? And, you know, they're feeding a lot of this stuff into her. Oh, hey, it'd be a good idea if you said this or Absolutely. did this. And so you have to sit back and think, okay, is Demi really a horrible person? Or is she just playing off kind of what, you know, the producers are telling her or what ABC wants her to portray? a little bit. Because, I mean, nobody, I don't think ever before anybody has ever grabbed, like, the the rose on the group date and fooled around with it like it was theirs. I, so. Again, I, I agree with that, too. And I think it's so funny because, because Tracy almost has an aneurysm when all Demi does, it goes. <laughs> you and see, like, her, her eye twitching and, like, yes. a vein popping on her forehead. She picks up the rose and jokingly shakes it around saying, this group date rose is mine and then puts it back down and just goes and sits on the couch. And I think Tracy, her literally her eye is twitching. She, her veins are popping out of her forehead. Like what you were, must be so insecure. And I think I just, I don't like Tracy. And I know you said you want to like her. I think I don't like her either because do you know who she reminds me of? Who? Is Sheena off of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, also, okay. I think the way that she looks, that I'm done. The way done that, she, the way Sorry, that she talks, I think it's just everything about her, the whole episode. I was like, you are Sheena. Sheena. You are Sheena. And I can't, uh, anyway, I know that Vanderpump Rules is a little bit of a sidetrack, but I could talk about Vanderpump Rules for days, but freaking Sheena, I can't stand it. So I think that's why I don't like Tracy because all I think about is Sheena too. Plus she just overreacts on things, but it's, it's funny. It brings good TV. That's true. So that date ends and then, um, oh, and or he, maybe gives, it's, he gives the rose to Elise though. He gives, yeah, the rose to Elise, which is so great. And I'm so happy. And everybody's just like, who the hell's Elise again? Yeah. <laughs> you can just tell they're all like really surprised and like, what? Yeah. So, um, that date ends and then it goes into this first solo date. So what do you, what were your takeaways from that Claire? Okay. So this solo date, you know, it's, it's the date that every girl wants, right? You don't want to be on the group date. You want to have a one-on-one so you can have a lot of good time with the bachelor or the bachelorette, depending on what season we're watching. And so this is the date to be on, but again, you know, you're going to have, you have a rose on the date. So either you do 
great and your connection is there and you're pretty much going to get a rose and be secure through the rose ceremony or you are going to mess up horribly and get sent home. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, I guess. And so he decides to pick Hannah B, Miss Miss Alabama Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Which Every I time. guess I understand. I think we talked about this last week. You know, she makes her whole, whole persona Roll Tide, but she's a very cute and bubbly girl, and I can see why Colton yeah. would be attracted to her. So she gets the first one-on-one, and she is so excited because it's apparently her birthday. So she's like, this is the best birthday present ever. I get to go on the first one-on-one date. I'm so obsessed with Colton. This is going to be great. <laughs> I heard that, and I'm like, I'm sure your parents are watching that and being like, fucking really? This is your best birthday gift ever? <laughs> like, do you not remember the pony we got you when you were five? Are you right? serious? <laughs> that cost me five times our mortgage. Get over yourself. Oh, yes. So oddly enough, speaking of horses, what do they do on this date but go ride horses? So ah. they go into the desert. And ride horses, which I've, the only time I've ever been on a horse, I was bucked off when I was little. So horses, I would actually, I think I would really like this date, but I feel like I would also be, I'm a nervous purvis. So I would be the girl that would get up on the horse and just not want to look at him, just want to pay attention and be like, don't talk to me. Don't touch me. I just don't want to fall off this horse and embarrass myself. And I would do horribly on the date. And, (laughs) but she actually seemed pretty okay on the horse. However, She, they are, this is the most uncomfortable one-on-one I feel like I have ever watched in my whole life. And I, I feel like poor Hannah just built this up so much in her head that she's like, I, anything, I don't want to say anything that's going to come off wrong or make him not like me or think that I'm not perfect. And so she's just the most awkward individual I've ever seen. And she's so pretty. I'm like, I don't know how your personality is just, you have no no personality. All she does is sit there and just like kind of smiles and just giggles so they ride on their horses it's kind of awkward they go and pull off and they he finds out it's her birthday they are sitting on the ground like in a little tent and he wants to he's like let's make a toast um I want you to make a toast because it's your birthday and she just sits there and just is kind of like uh uh uh, I don't know what to say he's like just say anything you know this is supposed to be a fun day just what do you want to toast to and she's just bumbling over herself I don't even know what she says like this is a toast it's my birthday real tide and that is it and then they just chug their champagne and they're sitting there so awkward and then of course there's a hot tub in the middle of the desert because why would there not be a hot tub in the middle of the desert for them to go sit in they go and sit in the hot tub and again just more awkward silence of him them just like sitting there not knowing what to do I don't know if you saw this either, but it, it made it even more awkward as she leans over to him. I thought she was trying to either pick a booger out of his nose or an eye booger out of his eyeball. Did you remember seeing her? She was just picking at his face. And I guess. No, was, I missed that. Ew. It was so uncomfortable. I guess she got an eyelash off of his face and made him like blow it off and make a wish. So weird. <laughs> so that's how much of a struggle this date was. She was picking things off of his off, face because she didn't know what to say she's like let me just pick off it. off things off of your face oh, and that's something oh, here. it was it was so weird so of course it pans off to colton and his talking to the camera like I, I mean she's giving me nothing i thought i was so excited for this date but she is not opening up to me and she's kind of bland like she may not be, be getting a rose for me if she can't actually have a conversation with me like and colton's a really nice person i'm like i feel you'd be easy to talk to him and she's just making so it you. weird so then i guess they go on they have dinner that night and he basically approaches her and is like, 
are you okay? Like, what is happening with you right now? Says it in a more elegant way than that, but basically being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, <laughs> well, I just, I feel like I have to be perfect all the time. And so I just there don't want to say that. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they go into the whole talk about, he's like, well, I'm not perfect either. Like, I want to get to know the real you. And it opens her up. And, and then she's like, well, one question I did want to ask you is why are you a virgin still? Of course. Again, back to the damn bird. Really? Virgin like out, of, out of all the things that you could possibly come up with to ask him since you like suck at dating, apparently, that's what you come up with. Why are you a virgin? Every girl's asked you this, but I'm going to do it too. So again, he goes into <laughs> his whole spiel on it. And then she, I guess, reveals that she always thought she was going to be a virgin until marriage. And then she slept with her last boyfriend. And now she feels so guilty about it. And she wants to be a reborn again virgin blah 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 and he's like it was so great that you told me that and then they apparently are fine and he gives her a rose it was i still don't think that she's gonna go far just because i feel like she doesn't have any there's no substance there nothing there but she somehow gets a rose did you notice that like so there's fireworks of course at the end of the day Uh, did y'all notice that every single first date like first solo date there's fireworks involved in some way I, I'm pretty Every sure time. that's true. If it you go is. back and watch the other seasons, it's like there's like a country singer or there's fireworks. I was going to say, I'm waiting until it's either going to be next episode or the episode after that. There's going to be either a country or just some form of singer. Because one year, so I know they've had Russell Dickerson on. The year before, I think they had the Cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been a bachelor a year for the bachelor. I don't know. But yeah, they always have some either up and coming artist or someone that I don't know. So Older, that's probably yeah. still coming at some point, I would imagine. Yeah. But yes, of course they had the fireworks. But yeah. yeah. Next week on The Bachelor, Kane Brown. Watch out. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, so that was again the pretty boring one on one date. It was just very awkward, which made I guess for good TV because you're sitting there with secondhand embarrassment, like, ooh, what oh, is this so ending? <laughs> But then we go into the last big group date. Um, do you, I mean, how much, nothing very major happened on this one other than. No. And like at first, whenever I heard that it was like camping, I thought it was like going to be legit camping. Yeah, <laughs> I did so, too. Silly me. Of course, of course not. They can't leave the bachelor pad grounds for at least another episode. So they set up like this summer camp type of event at first I was like oh this is dumb all right whatever but then like as it went on I was like okay this is kind of cute so like they had like a barbecue they had like field day games so they're playing like duck duck well okay duck duck goose I wish they played duck duck goose but they did did they play duck duck goose I thought they did did I maybe I missed that part like I mean, Colton played football. It's like, you're not going to outrun it. So <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't much of a game. So they did that. And then they had, it looked like they had like cornhole and it just looked like fun. And so then they split, split them up into teams, which again, I think this happens every single bachelor season on the first, one of the first group dates, they do a team thing. So of course the team that wins gets to stay and hang out with the bachelor. The team that loses has to go home. Not like home, home. That may happen later, but they don't get to hang out and have fun and yep. whatever. So anyway, so they do a wheelbarrow race, which I believe the red team wins. Yeah. And then they did a, a canoe race which or a kayak race, whatever. Yes. And the yellow team won. And then the so last thing was a tug of war yeah. featuring very 
epic, intense music. And <laughs> yes. finally the red the red team was crowned the victors. So Don't- they got to stay. I think the weirdest part about this date was that Billy Eichner was randomly there. <laughs> you could tell he was so unenthused to be there too. Like well, he just <laughs> so bored the whole time. Well, I so a couple of things that I noticed about him that I mean, I was cracking up is when he was talking to Colton. And so I don't know if you've heard this going around, but there have been rumors that Colton's gay. Like that mm-hmm. there have just been rumors circulating around that he's gay, which Hey, you know, if he is, he is. But I think people would just be more mad. It, but be more mad that like, like, why are you on a show where you're trying to find a wife? Like, if you actually yeah. are gay, I have no idea if it's true. But there have just been rumors circulating, and Billy Eichner just flat out says to him, like, "Are you sure you're not gay? Are you sure?" Like, it just and he's, he's the first gay bachelor, and he's like, "Ha, ah, yeah, yeah totally. like, I don't know what to say." That no. was weird. <laughs> and then it's you not could, really though. <laughs> But then you could just tell um, that, again, I don't know if he was joking, but he made comments like, I think whenever they were, so they were doing the canoe race or whatever. And he's, I guess the red team somehow veers off and starts going the wrong way. And he's like, oh, look, it's like Colton trying to find a vagina. <laughs> I was like, whoa. And then, I know. Like just lost trying to pretty, find a vagina. Like Pretty good. Yeah. But then he says something like, you know, I'm only, he was like, I really wanted to be on a guest spot on the Goldbergs, but I somehow ended up landing here on The Bachelor. But he's t- totally deadpan, so you don't know if he's kidding or I'm not. I'm like, I don't so know if you're great. kidding, but that's actually really funny. And you, I laughed. I did. I was, I was like, yeah, this this is what made the date great, was just the random Billy Eichner appearance. I have no idea why you were there. He had no <laughs> added no value to the competition or anything. was just there to... He's just there for commentary, yes. basically, which I, I support. So yeah. um, I thought... <laughs> It was interesting. So Heather was on the red team and out of all the people that were on the red team, he gave the group date rose to Heather for keeping it a hundred and finally revealing that, Oh, well I've never been kissed. So I'm going to one up you in the virginity game. (laughs) And so he's like, wow, sweet. Here's a rose. So that was basically the end of that. that. I mean, that conversation was a little weird, but, and I get, I'm like, how is this, how has this girl never been kissed? Because she is beautiful, tall, long, blonde, luscious hair. I don't know. Like very I, California. Yeah. Beautiful. I like, I like her. She's again, I think she's 20, 22 years old. So she's still, I think she is the youngest girl on the show. And I, I don't know if Colton gave her that rose just out of sympathy or if she he really did <laughs> like not. her. I don't know. I, I feel like being 22 and never being kissed is is strange, but not as strange as if it had been one of the 31-year-olds. They probably wouldn't have let oh, a 31-year-old who'd never yeah. been kissed on the show. No, that wouldn't have been okay. Um, <laughs> one other thing I wanted to address, which I figured they would at some point want to make this a storyline, but – Throughout the, I think two times throughout the episode, they are playing up the feud between Miss North Carolina and Miss Alabama. Oh, Did yes. You, yeah. So clear, I get, I knew that they might have known who each other are, but apparently they have a feud. And who knows if this is legitimately real or not, but it came out that they roomed together, I guess, when the, did they, is it Miss USA or Miss America that they are? I don't know the difference between the two. <sighs> Gosh, I couldn't say. I want to say it's Miss USA, but yeah. we could have. Justin, you want to fact check us on that? You got it. Give me a second. <laughs> but regardless, I guess they roomed. Whenever those competitions go on, they they have roommates. And I guess Miss North Carolina and Miss Alabama roomed together. And they were the best of friends. 
And then something happened. Miss North Carolina is saying that Miss Alabama turned into a psycho because she was jealous that Miss North Carolina was the runner up and she didn't make it. And then they pan over to Miss North Carolina saying, no, Miss, or I don't know. They both say each other are bitches, essentially. So, yeah. This- so it's like one's word against the other. You don't know who's telling the truth. Yeah. I have no idea. But that, that whole feud is probably going to pan out either next episode or the episode after that it's i think think so too i think it's heating up so i think all these little like side stories are going to come to a head before too long personally i think i think kaylin is probably the one to trust in this situation yes justin well i was just going to weigh in real quick uh they were roommates at miss usa you were correct caitlin and they also stated total wild guess i guess it was 50 50 so i just got lucky but as yeah, a I, as a I, real quick little context note just for you guys uh chatter uh it says uh, quoted from one of them we're not necessarily the best of friends we were roommates at miss usa okay well there you go well so one of them made it seem like they were best friends and then i don't know again this could just be abc wanting to play up a storyline i have no idea that's true i mean it just sounds like typical jealousy one of them outdid the other, like by only like one place. It wasn't like, you know, one got totally left in the rest of the crowd and one got into the top 10 or won the whole thing. It was like one was second runner up, one was first runner up. And I'm kind of like, y'all still both lost. So <laughs> move on. That's so true. You both are losers. So yeah. just get over it. <laughs> Nobody remembers you. Sorry. Hey, but you're on a reality show. So good job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so really launching your career right now I, uh so now we get into the cocktail party and these are i don't know nothing ever really happens on this the only notable thing well i guess a couple of notable things so did we decide her name is onik onika onika Unica? I think it's Onike. On- Onike? Onike. Uh-huh. Shoot, I don't know. I'll- Before next episode, we'll learn how to pronounce We're gonna her name. We're going to figure this out because I, I want to like her. I- she's like the shade queen so far. and I- she- I'm kind of a fan. Well, she's throwing more shade in. So I-, I don't remember who Colton was talking to sitting outside. And she, Onika, comes out and just blares a blare horn just right in oh, their ears. I forgot about the air horn. <laughs> she says, hey, guys, I'm feeling horny. <laughs> My okay, God. I, I did. At this point, I was a little punchy, and I was just like, yeah, that's funny. I also am like, it, thinking, though, if I was Colton or that other girl, I would be pissed. Don't come bla- Like She was, like, right there by their ears, and that, that shit was loud. That would hurt. I would yeah. hurt so bad. And so, of course, that one girl just wanders off pissed. And <laughs> she comes back do you see her she's got like a cookie sheet pan and a and like a spoon and just starts bang 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 yep and then that panned into nothing she just walked off awkwardly (laughs) i don't know it was so uncomfortable (laughs) and then she came back with the air horn later and it's like all out of air so it's just like (laughs) she's trying to tune it it's hysterical oh wow yeah oh god and then i guess the only other thing that happened at the cocktail party was more demi drama her Demi, why not never get what is she she comes out in a in a robe and steals colton away up to a bedroom and all the girls are like what is she doing why is she in a robe she's being a whore (laughs) (laughs) a filthy whore filthy whore (laughs) Uh, but i think all she does is she gives him a massage and makes all the 
girls, I don't know, think they're like, is she she taking his virginity? What's happening? <laughs> like, no, clearly not. But no, there's no way, you guys. Yeah. It's so funny because like whenever ABC sets it up, they make it sound like she's doing this like 50 shades of gray, like, welcome to my pleasure palace. And it's like gonna be all these like whips and chains and like dildos and all kinds of stuff. And <laughs> no, it's literally like a massage table and she gives them like an over the clothes massage. Wait, yeah. well, right? Like he's he doesn't take a shirt off, I does don't he? think so. I don't think he did either. No. I feel like I would have remembered that, but it's basically yeah. like a shoulder massage. And she I'm was like, in oh, a robe, but she skin. had but she had her cocktail dress on underneath. It's not like she had no clothes on underneath. Not like she was nudie nude. Yeah. But what cracks me up is she's like, wouldn't she love to come home to this every day? I'm like, okay, have several seats. Don't act like you're gonna forget to shave and like have your hair in a towel <laughs> five months from now when y'all are living together and just be like, Oh yeah, you can sit over there. <laughs> I just said you were gonna do this every day. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> ABC told me to say that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, God. And so then we get into the rose ceremony. I don't even remember who he sends home. It's people that had zero I didn't time. either. I, like, tried to write down who it was. I think I got two of the names right. But, again, unremarkable. And I think that ABC does that on purpose. I think they give more airtime, obviously, to the girls that are going to be here a yeah. while. I still think somewhere in there, because I still don't know everybody's name, and I don't know how many girls are left at this point. There's got to be maybe like 18, 15 to 18 girls left at this point. But there are people in there that I'm sure I'm like, had no airtime. There's still probably going to be a girl in there that we know nothing about right now who's probably going to go far. Yeah, I know. And I think that ABC has really been good about that. They try to, like, I guess leave a little bit of an element of surprise <laughs> yeah. because there's really I mean like if you've been watching it as long as we have it's like you kind of know like it follows like a certain pattern every season so yeah but, but yet still continues to be the most dramatic season of The Bachelor ever told it every always will be it always, always will stop be it. and then they cut to like the previews for the next time and it's like Still more of Colton's grand escape from the bachelor compound and just be like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it makes it look like he shoves somebody when they're trying to like get a hold of him. And so, yeah. And I'm wondering if I think maybe next week is the last week that they're in the man, the bachelor mansion and then they start the traveling or do they start traveling next week? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It looks like they're on like a beach somewhere, but it doesn't look like a California beach. Okay. Well, maybe they start traveling or something, I don't know. but I saw like, the very, very end of the trailer for next week, like Hannah B, Hannah, Hannah Alabama B, like lets out this weirdly long growl because she's just like talking about how she wants to like get competitive with the girls. And there's like this animalistic side that's going to come out of her at some point when she can't stand the girls trying to take over. And she's just like, but like drags on for like a good like 10 seconds. Yes. And I'm like, giving you, you very, now. We get it. <laughs> giving you very, um, Olivia Caridi vibes from Ben Higgins oh, season. I miss Olivia. Big mouth, the fire breath. With her mouth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, Olivia. I think you and I used to just text back memes of her with her big mouth with yes. the fire coming out. Oh I still hey. do that. <laughs> I forgot about Olivia. Uh, so, so funny. I think I, she actually might have her own podcast. She does. So what I will say, I've out. listened. I've listened to her. And so she was the villain on Ben season, right? But she's actually <laughs> a really cool chick. And I've really liked listening to her podcast. She's actually very normal. And I'm like, I would actually be her friend. 
So oh, well, that's good to hear. That's what Again, makes me think, you ABC know, playing up the villain. Maybe Demi wouldn't actually be trailer trash. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. I'm like, maybe she's actually normal and she's just playing a persona, how they made Olivia come off. I don't know, but maybe her mom's not actually in federal prison. Who knows? But <laughs> Again, I still really hope that tuned. Demi makes it to top four and her mom is out of prison and we meet her <laughs> mama. Oh, God. Good TV. Uh, uh. This would be quality television. So. <laughs> Okay, so we're moving on now, and uh, Claire and I wanted to kind of catch each other up on a couple of things uh, that we're out of the loop on. So this is our out-of-the-loop segment, Uh, you know, just being an adult, day-to-day things get busy, it's hard to keep up with everything that's going on. So this is going to incorporate anything from entertainment to what the kids are saying these days or (laughs) friends or anything. But for today, I am out of the loop on Lindsay Lohan's new show. So Claire, please catch me up on what's going on with Lilo. Yes. Oh God. Well, it's, it's so funny. This show has been being hyped up so much, I think at least for the past three or four months. So I don't know if you follow Lilo on Instagram, but she is just, it's so it's, it's great because, you know, we grew up with her, right? You know, she was Parent Trap was just, I loved, so loved good. that movie. It was amazing. Fun. It's still a movie I could watch today, which I'm like, it still holds up. <laughs> it's yes. great. And then, you know, we've got the classic Bean Girls, Lindsay Lohan, which again, great movie. And then I don't know what, what, a, there was another, oh, Confessions of a Shopaholic. She was in that, right? She was? was no, she? that was Isla Fisher. What was that other movie that she was in? That was, oh, it was based off of a book. Shit. I'll think of it. I know it was based off of a book. Like, because I know Confessions of a Shopaholic was based off of a book, right? Yeah, I read the book. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the, we'll have our fact checker find out. I don't know. She was in Freaky Friday too. But anyway, that's not the movie I'm thinking. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But so she's just, you know, gone off on the hot mess express after all of that. Just went, you know, I don't think she was into drugs. She was arrested. She's just, you know, looked horrible and then I know she fled off to try to get away from the paparazzi I think she laid low in London for a while then she went to India I think and then she went to Dubai okay Dubai yeah I remember her I don't know if you remember seeing this but it was like all over the internet like a couple months ago where she's like on the streets somewhere and I think it's in some Middle Eastern country but she's talking to these poor refugees on the street and yes. she's trying to like speak to them with some like weird, she affects some kind of weird, like Middle Eastern American accent. And she's like, you have to come with me. And like trying to like abduct this child and the family is not having it. Oh yes. That was so uncomfortable. It was on her Instagram live. So and yeah, she's like trying to save the child. It Oh, it came off so bad. It was, I mean, all over the interwebs. <laughs> like, oh, it was like I mean, what is she doing? So cringy. Well, and then she starts like speaking gibberish. So people that actually speak Arabic are like commenting on this video. Like she's not saying anything. She thinks she's saying something, but she's not saying anything intelligible in another language or English for yes. that matter. So, yeah. so <laughs> she is now, I guess she's started to open up these day clubs is what like, she's trying to make, she's trying to make a comeback and open up these day clubs. I know she's opened up something somewhere else in Greece I believe, Wait, what's a day club where it's a place instead of a nightclub going to and having like the you know the dance party the the dj the raves the bottle service like at night in the club this is where so she's opened up one in mykonos 
And this is where it's a day club. It's right on the beach. It's out with all these cabanas. It's during, it's only open from like, I don't know. It's during open during the day when it turns into night, I think it closes. So it's like, you're out there. It's like a club where they have a DJ. It's a rave music outside. Oh, okay. Party. So it's like a beach party, but it's just like, like a big beach yeah, party, but during the day. Hours. Yeah. Okay. Day drinking. All right. I yeah, can get big day that. drinking. So just exactly like the nightclub, all the same things, the bottle service, just is during the day. So people that like to day drink and get drunk during the day and don't want to stay up till 4 a.m., this is for you. Um, also, I, I would feel like you have to have a decent body because, again, this is bathing suit, titties out type, uh, well, type situation. <laughs> so she opens up this uh, day club in Mykonos, and she is joined forces with a someone who is her, her business partner and he's a guy he's from he's from somewhere in 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 Greece I don't know exactly where but he is her business partner and the whole show is revolved around her opening up this club and bringing in these Americans to come in and be ambassadors of her club so to try and basically bring in all the people sell these cabanas you know sell bottle service and just you know hype up the club so she wants people from America to come in that have prior experience, you know, working in L.A. or New York or Vegas, wherever they have these big, the big club scenes. And it's very much a Vanderpump Rules vibe where Lindsay Lohan is Lisa Vanderpump. I mean, she's got the big chair. She's got the, you know, she's the boss. She's the boss bitch. And she wants everyone to know that she's the boss. And she's having these people come and work for her. And the whole premise is around the people that are working for them. They all live in one big house together. And it's just the drama that they have of, you know, helping her run the club and just having sex with each other. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly much, like Vanderpump rules. it is literally Vanderpump rules in Mykonos. So it's, it's been interesting. So the first episode aired last week and the second episode was on um, last, I think it was last night. So I've watched two episodes. So the first episode as any show is, you know, it's just getting its feet wet. You don't really know what it's going to be really introducing the characters. And so it's, it was, interesting kind of boring but you're like okay this this has potential because it's again seeing Lindsay Lohan in her in in a new light essentially where she's trying to be the boss bitch she's like I'm trying to revamp my image where I I like the Lindsay in this but it's also I'm like I still think you're a crackhead like she just the way that she portrays herself <laughs> sometimes she looks be, she think. looks you know cracked out of her mind in some of the scenes you know she's so 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 frail that you're like I Eat, eat something like she just looks so skinny sometimes she looks a little unhealthy but then other scenes she looks healthy so I'm like I don't really know where her headspace is but she's she is uh she has a very Lisa Vanderpump qualities about her though which is interesting um so they bring in it's eight people from America that are in being ambassadors four guys and four girls living in a house together and again it's just about them living their lives that during I think it's just during the summertime so now are these ambassadors kind of ambassadors in the sense of like the girls that are at like not amateur what's the term I'm looking for like uh you know they go to like sporting events for like uh like triple a hockey teams or something and they're like shilling like Bacardi or something and they've got like their boobs out and they're like wearing like really like skimpy outfits is that what this is Essentially, yes. And so they have in each of the episodes, they have a very big major guest that they have to that comes in. It's is going to be spending a lot of money. And so they have one of the ambassadors. It's like your full job is to make sure that they have a good time. It, do oh, whatever. this is like Below Deck almost. I've never watched Below Deck, so okay, <laughs> I don't no, know. Continue. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's like you do everything that they want. I don't care what it is. Do what they want. So, you know, it's if they want 
you know, a back rub, you give them a back rub. If they want you to go buy them a swimsuit, you go buy them a swimsuit. If they want you to wash their feet, wash their feet, do whatever that they want to do and have them spend money. And it's just, they want you to go in the back room, go in the back room. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, there's the dynamic of all the ambassadors. There's the one who's the big douche Lord, you know, who thinks he's the hot shit can get all the girls. And then there's that, you know, the Jack's equivalent. Yeah. There's a Jack's. There's someone who is just the quiet sweetheart. There's someone who's the the chick that everyone wants to sleep with. You know, it's just that dynamic. The second episode that I watched last night, I got it, it was great. There was a lot of drama. I was very entertained. I'm like this. It it has it can go places. So I'm gonna keep watching. And it, it's just more so, just another form of trashy entertainment that I'm I'm here for. I <laughs> uh, love it. Love it. Yeah. I just want to know where Dina Lohan's at in all of this. Does she make a she, cameo on the show? She might, but she's about to be on Celebrity Big Brother. I've oh, God. never okay. watched Big Brother, but she is one of, I don't, have you ever watched Big Brother or Celebrity Big Brother? I never I have. Mean, if I have, it's been years and years and years, like probably back when it first came on because it was such a, a sensation. And I know that there's still a very loyal following. I just haven't watched it in recent years. Yeah, well, you can catch catch up with her. I don't know when the season comes out, but yeah, they just they watching. just announced, I think, a few days ago the the cast members, and I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are, because the, <laughs> ce- the celebrities aren't, you know, there's nobody. They're that, not relevant right now. Uh, until no. they do oh, they are having so one really weird thing after last week's episode of the Lindsay Lohan show. They had a, a live, or I think it was pre taped, but it was basically a big interview with Lindsay Lohan. Or it was a live. It was kind of like Andy Cohen's show, like his his version of like watch what happens live uh but they had the guy who plays aaron samuels on mean girls he oh, was like no, there that's awesome he was there being like hey i'm here with with Lindsay," and he was he's not been in anything since then and he was being the thirstiest thirstiest Ew. person and he was i mean god he was so far up Lindsay's butthole i don't i was like he he just wants to be relevant so bad <laughs> oh <laughs> He just wants so bad to be relevant that, I mean, he was doing this and he's uh, he's going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. And I'm like, okay, of, of course you are. But anyway, it's entertaining, though. So um, that's my little bit of info for you. Uh, what what would you like to fill me in on that I am very much out of the loop on? Okay, this is kind of, not even kind of, this is a total guilty pleasure for me. So growing up, I never really watched any kind of wrestling, like I knew kind of vaguely what WWE was. I knew it was super fake, but never watched it. Um, and then last year around Christmas, I remember watching Real Housewives of New Jersey and like Bravo was just putting it like on repeat and it was the same episode. I was like, oh, I'm so tired of this. So I flipped the channel and where we live, E, the Entertainment Network and Bravo are right next to each other. So you just change the channel and you're on the next one. So I just clicked down and it falls on the show that follows the females of WWE. And at first, like the, you know, my, my inner trash demons, like, Oh, this is going to be good. It's going to be so stupid. And it didn't let me down, nice. <laughs> but you know, like, I think what I appreciate about it is the fact that when you watched it, like, yes, there's dumb drama, just like there has to be for any reality show on E, but like these women actually work really hard at what they do and they're athletes in their own right. So they're practicing 
like moves they're lifting weights they have to run i mean they do all kinds of stuff in order to get into shape to where they can get in the ring and put on a good show even if they're not actually decking each other in the face they still have to make it look like that and they come out sweating and exhausted and they still have bruises and everything because even though it's not real that stuff still happens and you can still get banged up in there so Anyway, it's it's been really good. So of course, after I watched that, I'm like, well, I want to I want to know who these people are. I need to get caught up. So I went back on Hulu and watched like all five of the previous seasons. So now I'm totally caught up. And they had the most recent season that ended, I believe, in either late November, early December. So um, then from that show, they've had a spinoff called Total Bellas. So it went from Total Divas to Total Bellas and it focuses on two of the main characters in Total Divas, which is Nikki and Brie Bella. And so for those of you guys that don't know who these chicks are, Nikki Bella was engaged to John Cena before they called it quits last year. I remember all that, the saga about all of that of their getting engaged and then breaking up. And so they're, they're not together, correct? They're not together, which kind of breaks my heart. Of course, I think John Cena is awesome and like when you watch the show um and if you go back to the previous seasons where he's on it like he's hilarious he has like the driest sense of humor but he's just he's a hoot so it's like I totally get why she liked him and why he's so likable but um anyway so Total Bellows follows their side story so it goes back to I think they first started filming Total Bellows when Brie uh one of the twins becomes pregnant And so now she has a small child. So it kind of follows her family life and it follows their, their family life as in like their mom and their stepdad and their brother and his wife. And so it's, it's this big, it's almost like a keeping up with the Kardashians. I was about to say, yeah. Like, so, but I, I really appreciate like the, the family dynamic that they have. They're very close knit. So, and I, th- I feel like Brie and Brian are kind of like me and Austin. They're, they're not, they're really granola and we are not granola at all, but like, I think just their dynamic is very similar to me and Austin. So that's why I enjoy watching it. And Nikki is, Nikki is just Nikki. <laughs> I think everybody probably has a Nikki in their life. If you guys watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about, but she's, she's likable in her own way. So uh, that's, that's probably, although those two are probably in my top, I don't want to say top five, but definitely top 10 of favorite reality shows. Maybe at some point you and I can do like a top 10. Yeah. Well, maybe I need to, I need to, to watch. I'm always looking for, for new stuff to watch more trash to watch. So not that (laughs) it's trash, but (laughs) oh my gosh. Well, well, no, that's awesome. And again, I remember seeing all the, you know, there's the stories about, about them and their relationship and then them breaking up. And then, so you said the season just recently ended. Uh, Total Divas just recently ended. Total Bellas just started. So if you want to catch up on Hulu, all of the seasons are on there. It's great binge watching material. The, the episodes are like 40 minutes long. So, you know, you can, Easy. you can do a few of them in a night pretty easily. Nice. Okay. Well, cool. Well, one thing I guess we forgot to do, which we, I guess, helping us wrap up our show is our, uh, juicy peach and our peachy pit segment. Juicy peach. Juicy peach. Okay, you want to go first with your juicy peach of the week? Yes. Okay, so this, I'm going to relate both of these, I think, back to just the Bachelor episode. It's it's easy, and I I distinctly have a juicy peach and 
a peach pit. So should I start with juicy or pit first? Yeah, let's start positive. Okay, starting positive. So we touched on this a little bit in me changing my mind from from last week, but my juicy peach is going to be Elise. Oh, that's a good peach. I think because, peach. again, my, my my mind was changed on her. Like I said before, you know, I was like, oh, she's she's older. I don't think Colton's going to be attracted to that. But he very much was. And she would, just seemed so genuine with them talking to each other. And they just seemed very, very sweet. And I'm excited. I hope she sticks around for a while. I still I don't think she, she wins. But I think good things could be in store for her. And... I just really liked her. So that's my juicy peach. Me too. Peach. That's a her. good peach. So do you want to do your juicy peach or should I just yeah. go to my peach pit? So okay. my juicy peach is Billy Eichner. <laughs> yes. He's just, he's just the comic relief of the show. I mean, I know they tried to do it with Nick Offerman and, and Megan Mullally, but I think just his, his general awkwardness and kind of just not really knowing what to say because it's like he's so clearly over the entire situation just cracked me up especially his comment about well I wanted to be on the Goldbergs and they gave me this spot instead I'm like you know what I bet you that's actually what happened I think that's 100% what happened and so he's making it try and kind of come up as a joke but he's not joking he is not you can joking. see them you can just see the producers in the background just doing the like, like oh cut God, it right no. there <laughs> nope don't uh, like that so funny oh my god <laughs> yes I okay, love that too so what's your peach pit so my pit I think is just gonna have to be Tracy <laughs> I guess I already said I'm like there's multiple things everyone freaking Sheena from Vanderpump Rolls is all you remind me of and number two just she is just coming off like such a psycho bitch like I can't handle her she's just I, again, I think it's also really funny in pure entertainment, but just again, with her eyeballs about to pop out of her head along with her veins and just, I, I just can't stand her. So, but she's going to be that, around for at least two more weeks. I can feel it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're dead on. Yeah. No, that was my peach pit of the week too. Yeah. That said specifically Tracy's talk with Debbie because oh, yes. it was just unnecessary. It's just like, why can't you just run back and talk shit about her behind her back like everybody else? I know. <laughs> like, why do you take it upon yourself to be the one man army and just like make the the rose, the group date rose, your hill to die on with Demi? Like, That's what I don't understand. I mean, it's a it is a flower, and she all she did was hit hit. This is mine. Puts it back down. It's not like she ran off and gave it to Colton or something really weird yeah. like that. Being like, you need I mean, to give this to me. Wasn't immature, definitely, but. Yeah. You know, it was Pick just a little battles. bit of an overreaction. And yeah. her being 31, I just expect a little bit better from her. I expect yeah. her to just blow her off and see her for what she is. Just immature, 22, 23, whatever she is, and move on. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to watch next week's too. Again, just to see the more drama unfold. We'll see what happens. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much all we've got right now, unless there's anything else you can think of. No, I think that's a great place to start. Okay. Well, again, just want to remind everybody that, you know, we're excited, you know, to continue on with our episodes that we do have a phone number. We really, really, really do want to hear from all of our listeners and just want to talk about what you guys want to hear about, uh, whether it be bachelor related, just your life, just anything in general, no topic is off limits. So please call in. Our number is 972-885-9361. We'll catch you guys next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.